record. Hello, hello, hello. This is the POA podcast. Today we have a guest that's not really a guest. He's just coming back home, basically. Tanya. And uh, we've got myself and Chico. It is SG. Thank God, Godfrey, whatever you call me, all of the above. Um, and we'll be discussing around the conversation of our photographs still even important. Um, and firstly, I just want uh, Tanya to introduce the audience to himself and where to find him and any interesting bits and pieces. Uh, just give us a quick intro. Right, I'm um, just going to give you a, a quick elevator pitch of myself. I, <laughs> I'm 20, how old am I? 27. Uh, I live in uh, the UK um, and I am, uh, well, a part-time creative. That's what I like to call myself because I tend to dip in and out of different things at different times of the, the year and uh, depending on how I'm feeling. Um, but mostly I, I work in, a, in an office job and uh, uh, that's my nine to five. And I, 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 like, I like everything creative and I like to meet new people with creative ideas as well and working on new projects. Uh, yeah, uh, anything to do with design, photography and everything, everything else in the middle. Nice, nice, nice. So without further ado, I want to ask you guys, what do you think about photography and as a media medium and how do you guys feel like it's changed over the years? So for me, I'll give an example is like at Christmas time and festive times or when family gathered, we used to just like open up the photo like albums and be like, oh, like, oh, remember this, remember that. And sometimes obviously it would be a source of embarrassment because, you know, those pictures in there that you forgot even existed and whatnot, but it, it had value and had a high sentimental value. Do you think where we've moved over to more of a digitalized base where most of our pictures are from our phones or just any digital media, whether a laptop, we don't actually um, hold the same level of sentiment as a photo album, for example. So if you go on a digitalized photo album, how many times have you gone through a digitalized photo album and actually gone and said, oh, guys, look at all these pictures from ages ago or X, Y, Z. Do you, do you think that's changed? Do you think the importance has dwindled? Or do you think there's still an importance, but it's just the perspective shifted or we've moved more to using Instagram as our photo album rather than uh, our galleries and our, and our actual phones or laptops? Yeah, so uh, shall I start? Uh, yeah, well, go for it, man. Right. Um, well, let's just uh, go back to the to the basics for photography and stuff. I I, I want to go back to your your first question because I think um, th there's so many aspects on in, in your uh, full question there, and uh, I I just want to go back to the basics of photography. Photo what does photography do us do to us? What does photography allow us to do? Uh, for I believe photography is a powerful medium and a powerful uh, art form that um, people take for granted nowadays because of digitalization. Photography allows us to, in a way, freeze a moment, uh, freeze a moment in, 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 a, in, a, in a single frame and uh, capture whatever we're seeing, whether it's family, friends, landscapes, uh, or just uh, in general, uh, wildlife or whatever. Uh, and I, I believe ph photography is a very powerful tool that's uh, lasted uh, for, for, for a century probably now. Um, since the discovery or the invention of the actual camera. And uh, over the years, obviously, I think photography, I believe photography has evolved and it has co continued to evolve. 
And in a way, it has always been, in terms of popular culture, has been an aid to to the media, to our media, whether it's social media or whether it's general media, traditional media, newspapers, magazines, and uh, sharing information or do PowerPoint presentations. Mm. So uh, I believe photography has evolved. I definitely think it's, it's evolved. How it was before has definitely changed. So uh, one of my heroes in terms of photography, one of my heroes in terms of um, uh, um, activism and stuff is an American guy called Gordon Parks. Uh, I don't know if, if any of you know of him, but he's, um, he's probably most known for being the director of this uh, classic movie called Shaft. And um, mm. um, the thing that raised him to, uh, to become the director or, or the multiple, ta- multi-talented person he was, was photography. So this guy, um, he was, I think, 26, 27, when he picked up the camera for the first time. He saw mm-hmm. someone taking pictures. He saw someone do, like, a, an expose of, uh, of a community. And he went to the library, taught himself uh, how to take photos. And uh, as a result of that, empowered himself and uh, became a self-taught uh, photographer. And uh, Gordon Parks is a very powerful figure in terms of um, black history in America because uh, he was one of the first people, one of the first black people to do photojournalism in black com- in the black community. And what that did for uh, the civil rights movement, what that did to let other people know of how life is on the other side of the tracks was really powerful. So um, to, to sort of uh, summarize things, I think photography has evolved. Um, Instagram has definitely uh, changed the thing and um, knocked the thing over its head. It's changed everything. Uh, we no longer uh, depend on photojournalists. We are now our own photojournalists. So if you think about life in terms of photojournalism, life has dramatically changed. Jobs have changed for them. But what is done is that it's empowered everyone else to become a photographer. Our phones are the most common uh, cameras that people use now. Uh, mm. And uh, in terms of uh, our phones being the most common camera, we can we we can we can capture whatever we want to capture. Obviously, we all have so many photos in our, in our phones and stuff, but we have the ability to capture the special moments and share them with people instantly. But now, what that's happened? What's happened is that we've stopped um, printing those special moments. They're now buried into our libraries. The, in, a, in a way, we are letting an algorithm, we are letting a computer or we're letting Google or iCloud determine what memories we should be remembering. And it's sort of helping us using AI and stuff to remember those memories. But going back to your question and going back to example of us being able to sit as a family and being to be able to share memories and stuff has been able, has allowed us or enabled us to, um, to in a way, um, it used to enable us to, to share common moments together. But because of now um, WhatsApp and all these things, we just share pictures. If we go for a graduation, if we go for a wedding, if we go for this, we share those moments, we share them online, we share them on social media, and we're looking for the next thing. We never go back to those uh, original moments. And I'll end there. That's what that's my view of photography, but it's been, yeah, in a, in a nutshell. I like that. That's a that's a nice little uh, look actually at it. So we're saying that it's evolved and has become this uh, different. There's been a different way of consuming 
um, photography. But do we feel that by consuming it at a pace where sometimes it can be a bit more rapid or quicker, we we reduce the sentimental value of of photography? Or do you feel like that, uh, touching on what you've just said there, do you feel like we still value it at the same level, but it's just different? Yeah. I think so. What, what, what's your view, Chico? Um, yeah, well, I think uh, it, it's a difficult question to answer mm. because I genuinely feel like it's, it's down to the individual and how, you know, how they, how they decide to experience their memories. Because, you know, some people who go to a football game will be basically watching the game through their camera phone, recording the whole time. But then there'll be other people who will take a few pictures here and there, but will be in the moment to to be able to 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 you know remember the memory for for what it was. So I definitely agree that majority of people, you know, um, have maybe less value in these memories or these these pictures just because they're so they're so you know they're so readily available with mobile phones and you take a picture, you could have thousands, tens of thousands of pictures in your phone um, of stuff that might not even be valuable to you, which would mm. then in turn, psychologically, you then devalue pictures mm. in general because now you've got loads of pictures that don't necessarily actually matter to you. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, for me, I feel like it's mainly down to the individual, but you cannot mm. deny that you know, the generation that we live in, or at least how are, how are, you know, how are our intake of, of experience, how we, how we actually experience things has changed Mm -hmm. due to the fact that, like you said, whenever we see a good moment in our lives, most of the time you'll pull out a camera record and share it. Mm -hmm. So it, 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 it can go both ways. It just depends on the individual for me. Yeah, and, and I agree with you. Yeah, I, so, sorry, uh, Godfrey. I, I agree no. with you there. You, you've raised something as well that's really important. Um, we have, there's too much information now, TMI, as they call it. Uh, they, mm-hmm. There's just too much to consume. There's just too much um, for us to process and there's just too much of, for us to, to the, the information is just too much. Um, for example, um, Let's, let, 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 let me look at how I first experienced photography and how it is now. So when I was younger, we, we used to have those disposable cameras and we used to have those film cameras. And mm. uh, for you, so you could easily take a picture, right? But you'd know that if you take an unnecessary picture, you're running out of film and the cost was higher for that film. And each, photogra- each photograph that you took cost you money. And also on uh, on top of that, for you to see the actual picture, you take the picture, not know whether it looks like it's a proper picture or whether it's been blurred out or whether it's, it, it didn't really come out good or whether there wasn't good color balance and stuff. But um, what would happen is that you then take it to the to the developer, leave it there for a few days, come back and get your uh, your batch of pictures, and that would allow you to appreciate that moment more because the one. There was the weight, two, there was the cost. And then three, yeah, you honestly didn't know what to expect. So there was a lot of anticipation and stuff. 
And nowadays, you just go on your iPhone, take a picture, see whether it looks good. If it doesn't look good, get rid of it. If it looks good, or if you think, oh, I, I need to take a couple of angles of the same thing, you end up taking 100, picture of the same, 100 pictures of the same thing. And that sort of uh, devalues the experience and devalues the whole process of photography. I like that you just spoke about is like photography and having the feeling opposed to just taking a picture so like i actually thought about that it's like for example i always joke about it's like okay let's say your excitement when you get the food let's say you go to a really expensive restaurant food looks amazing but you take the first picture and it's not as good or as appeasing to your eye versus what the picture looks like so then you then go off and take another angle to try to rectify that so it looks or reflects what you've seen already you're kind of now you're not in the moment anymore. And I think something that you touched on there was quite interesting is the feel. The next part is the feel, is the fact that everybody is now doing photo um, photojournalism is a good and a bad thing. So there's a good element to that, but a bad element, because now you don't always get to experience the moment, but you get to, you're trying to almost make sure that you capture the moment. Yeah. So how do you do both? How do you live in the moment and capture the moment because those two things have not always been parallel because when you think historically like weddings you'd pay someone to take all your pictures you at least still do but like in like any moment that you thought was worth capturing you almost had someone other than the person experiencing it to take that moment so now people are trying to take a moment and capture a moment and mm. sort of package it up in the photojournalism like you said mm. And also at the same time, trying to live in the moment. Do we think those two things conflict with each other at a base level? Because I do. <laughs> I think they do. I, I just think of an example like um, I something just came to mind right now. And um, I just had a picture or uh, I was taken back to a moment about two, three years back. Well, not 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 maybe not that far away but um i was just reminded of a moment where we had gone to someone's graduation i believe and people were trying to take a group photo and which was fine and everyone in that in that group wanted to take their own picture or to give like i'll give you my phone take a photo of that and uh, i'll also give you my phone and it's it's like it's the same device so so people would have the same sort of uh, mobile phone and say okay instead of using their mobile phone use my mobile phone or i want to take a picture i also want to take a picture can i take a picture of you and you find that this in the same family you'd have three four five people taking a picture of that graduate for example and uh these people stay in the same household they could easily take one picture and that one person shares a picture but it seems like everyone wants to sort of deep in and it takes out the whole process for everyone. It takes out the whole experience for everyone because uh, everyone wants to be the person behind the camera and taking the picture. So in a way we're, we're kind of, it's actually ironic, even though we're saying at times in elements, some of the values gone away, but now it seems like everybody values it. So people yeah. actually value the art form, but maybe yeah. not necessarily 
by participating or oversubscribing to the art form, we've actually yeah. almost ended up, um, how can I put it, devaluing it in some strange way or almost yeah. trying to oversaturate it. And it's actually caused us issues. Um, moving on to that, do we feel like, because I, I, like, I don't know about you guys, but if you ever had this opportunity, there's some guys that do amazing things, take a picture with an iPhone, and you take the same exact picture, they're like, their picture's always 10 times better than yours. And I've seen these guys do like some weird and wonderful things, like um, take like a uh, like a uh, bottle, cut it up, and then take pictures at certain angles that do weird and wonderful things to give dynamic viewpoints or perspectives on an angle. So like one thing that I wanted to ask you guys is, do you guys think that, the the art form, even though we talked about oversaturation, there's still a lot of capacity for the art form to go further and better and evolve because of people that are creatives that have created different things. And when you actually see how they created some of this stuff, they haven't done much besides put like a cup or something like that in front of their camera. Do you still think there's capacity and evolution to elevate um, taking pictures, not just through your phone, but in any uh, frame? Yeah, I think photography, just like any art form out there in the world, has potential for new things and has potential for, for new ideas. And it's an ever-evolving scene. Like, it's, like, it's like music, for example. Um, uh, I was listening to, uh, well, I was watching a documentary about Quincy Jones. And um, one, 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 one quote that struck me from that thing, he said, music is all the same. It's the same nods. It's this, apparently it's the same five notes I think that people use mm. and that they've ever used since like the sixties and stuff. And mm. it's how you use those notes to to make your music different. How you use those notes to make your your your, your music your your type of music your unique mm. uh, type of music. And it also goes uh, again with um, uh, taking videos, for example, or the new art form that we've just discovered or people just discovered called vlogging and stuff. And you'd mm. find that some people do vlogging and they just tell you what they did in the day and it doesn't look dramatic or it doesn't look as interesting as, it, as, as other people. You look at people like Casey Neistat, the, the, the famous YouTuber who used mm. to, who revolutionized the vlog essentially and made it all, it raised the, the, the production value and made it look, look nice and stuff. Uh, he used his own art form and it made it seem like it was a movie. And now coming back to photography, uh, people view things, I think in anything in life, people view things in different ways. And photography is very unique in the sense that we might see the same thing. We might see the same bus passing by. We might see the same person talking to the other person. We might just bump into a person in the street and ask them to take a picture. And we, we see the same thing, but we have a different concept or we have a different idea. We want to capture the different emotions and stuff. And uh, the photography now, photographer now is 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 now responsible to have um, to to bring out their story, to bring out uh, the person's emotions, by just just through a photo. And um, I believe that. So to answer your question, I believe that photography is going to obviously change constantly. What we're seeing on Instagram now is it, it's it's all right, I guess, but there's going to be a few people out there that that are gonna really raise the bar and i'm always i'm i'm particularly interested in photography that like portrait photography that allows you to to know a story of someone so there's um there's a famous photographer who's taken 
photos of hundreds of leaders in the world. It's taken photos of Barack Obama. It's taken photos of the Pope. You name it, everyone is, is taking photos of. And he's the go-to guy for, for everything. And he's the go-to guy when people want to take important portraits because he, he knows he knows how to take how to capture an emotion of someone and there's few people like that in the world we can all have cameras we can all have phones we can all have the all sorts of equipment but it's all about your perspective i think and if, as long as people have different perspectives we're going to have new things in photography i like that i like that that's actually like really quite a, actually endearing idea where it's like okay so depending on your perspective, actually, I've never thought about it. Also, it's reflective on what picture you take and how you take a picture. Because, yeah. like, I remember, like, uh, you know, one thing that I, like, I remember we, I went on holiday a couple of years ago with Tony um, to France. And we took pictures in the same places sometimes. But I can see that, like, our perspectives and where we were trying to go with the picture was completely different things. And, like, that like, kind of, like, touches on that. And that's actually quite interesting. I'm moving slightly on a segue, and actually, like, a different thing is, do we think images still are as powerful as they've always been? So, for example, you look at things like the pyramids, right? They used images, right? So photographs are images. They're another medium of images. Um, do you think that they carry the same weight and carry the same narrative as um, sort of yesteryear's images, such as, you know, like the hieroglyphs or, you know, because like, for example, when I see pictures of, even now I saw pictures of the riots that happened after Mark Dagen died and that kind of invoked an emotion inside of me. And I, I, I like, that's kind of the things that not just riots but just different things like when i see like the pictures of the women that worked in nassau you know all those kind of things like when it wasn't actually a norm for women to work in science and stuff like that is these images when you actually know the narration behind them they have such a powerful message sometimes do you still think images hold that same uh, messaging or do you think we're still in a process of because of the digitalization, trying to catch up to the technology almost, and then start trying to narrate. Um, I think uh, images will all forever have um, a special place um, in, in in the you know in popular culture and in art. Mm. And um, I always uh, look at the most powerful images in the world that 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 we can always think of and stuff. And you you might look at a photography of uh, right now of someone um, uh, fleeing Syria, for example. You might look at, mm. at a photography of those uh, refugees going through tough times. You might look at uh, all the bombings, all the buildings that's happening. You might look at um, there's a powerful picture that was taken by a guy who became uh, Obama's um, personal photographer, I think, during his presidency years. And he, he used to be like a photojournalist beforehand and um, took like a really famous image of uh, um, um, a girl in the Middle East uh, during a, a war. I, I can't remember which war it was. And that photography sort of changed people's perspectives of the war because all along people were just reading about what the atrocities that were happening and stuff. And somehow that image of that little girl changed people's perspectives and it brought things closer to home. I think images, in a way, bring things closer to home. Um, there's also an example of a, photogra a, photo a photography or a photo of um, uh, 
of, of someone, uh, of, well, of segregation, for example. So before Gordon, Gordon Park was on the scene, there was no one in the black community or there was no one in the white community who understood the black community uh, in the same way that Gordon Parks uh, uh, understood the, the community and stuff. And he went into those communities and he took pictures, intimate pictures that other people didn't have access to. And because of his experience and because of his background as a black person as well, he could take and he could go into people's homes and take a picture and a picture and tell stories so uh images are a good way to take um, um, um to tell a story for example to, to tell someone's story and tell you where they've been and where they are and how they feel and their emotions in just one frame and um images if we not don't look at um if just talking about images we if we look at famous paintings and we look at famous um art, art installations and stuff they, as images, they will always have a powerful uh, um, impact of, on our lives. You look at mm -hmm. um, uh, what's it, what, um, uh, th that famous painting, the most famous painting in the world of um, Leonardo da Vinci's uh, Mona Lisa, I believe. Uh, mm -hmm. That that that's been that that was painted ages ago, but people still go back to it because it has a distinct thing uh, about it. Maybe it's because of the smile or how it makes people feel and stuff. But images have a powerful impact on people, mm -hmm. and they have a powerful way of impacting people's lives and influencing their lives. Yeah, man, that's that's powerful. And I want to say this now, so people can catch this. Tanya will be regularly featured on our podcast as per usual and so forth. So feel free to reach out to him. Tanya, tell the people where they can catch you at. Uh, at the moment, uh, you can catch me uh, quite a bit on Twitter. Uh, I'm, I'm liking Twitter. It's it's a bit of a an interesting platform uh, in terms of uh, the open arguments and stuff. But sometimes you might find me on Instagram. Um, on, on Twitter, find me, uh, Tanya Machisa, T-A-N-Y-A-M-A-C-H-I-S-A. I'm sure we can send links later uh, and on Instagram as well. Although I'm sort of uh, taking a break from Instagram and uh, I'm not posting as much, but yeah, you can find some of my works on there as well. I, I'm a, I'm an amateur photographer, really trying to do, do my thing on there as well. Yeah. With that said, please reply, please come back to us and tell us what you think is the importance of photos yeah. photography and also images in current society that has been the poa podcast thank you and we are out